I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, contestants, to another week <laughs> of Brooke being a problematic, chaotic icon <laughs> i mean brook 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 yeah. there, there were some moments in this episode um which i watched in the bath and i was drowning i saw, yes. I saw what a way to go if you, if you had to surrounded by candles and lies <laughs> they died as they lived <laughs> i okay well look uh, the the group chat popped off a little bit while we were yes. watching it. I potentially should have saved it for the podcast, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I said this to you guys, and this is a controversial thought, and I it makes me like her more that I like Brooke less. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Where I'm like, Brooke, I'm I'm starting to really not like you, which makes me really respect you. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? Yeah, I feel it too. Um, but I also feel that most seasons of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Yes. Because um, as much as I agree, it's frustrating to see someone be sort of like saying all the like platitudes and the mm. sort of like cliches and, and never giving the like conclusive answers about their feelings. Like the producers are in, um, so strict about that being yep. the case. They're contractually forced to have to like not um, – Make it seem like it's a done deal. Yeah, mm. for sure. Which is annoying to watch. And I, yeah, and and I think yeah, to, the caveat is that I don't. I've never seen The Bachelor before. Yeah. And this kind of like forced drama <laughs> is so like fucking bizarre to me. It's it's because I don't. Th- I think that's why I'm like. Brooke, you're fine, but yeah. it's because all the drama is so fake. Even the way she's like delivering it, she can't even look the people in the eye, and I don't think it's because she's mad at them. Like when she's talking to Jamie Lee this episode, she's just Oof. playing with her hair, like she can't focus because yeah. I'm like, every word you say is like from the producers. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, having dated multiple people at once before, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know you know who you like. Yeah. You know who's just around for, like, you know. What mm. would you be like as the Bachelorette, Aurelia? Um, I would, like, I would fall in love with, like, two people. Yeah. <laughs> at, and, like, at first. And then I'd be, um, you know, weighing up the pros and cons between each of them while, like, half-heartedly fucking around with the others yeah so you'd fuck the ones that you you know aren't gonna go anywhere because you're like well might as well make use of it in the mansion yeah yeah i'd be like "Mm, group date this is like permitted time to (laughs) yeah roam yeah what what would what what would you be like both of you i 100 would fall in love 
on like the opening night. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, this is it. Yeah. And I'd be like crying to producers, like, you have to get me out of this. Like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, I'd be trying to walk off into the sunset with um someone for sure. Mm. Um, ah, yeah. What about you, Jordan? Oh, I'd be making mistakes. I like yeah. I'd, I'd pick the guy that everyone's like, he's a fucking psycho. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely be like, mm, but they're tall. <laughs> like, I I would just yeah. I yeah. think that I would hate to see myself. I would hate to see myself dating someone. I think it's so vulnerable oh, and disgusting. It is. It, it's despicable. I don't like. And, and there's something about the way and like let, let's get into the episode because I have a, a lot that I'm going to say it has to relate to this particular episode yes. as well. Um, so there were some dizzying highs and some interesting lows. So, yes. Um, and it all began with um, Millie's solo date. Millie's yeah. hot. Oh my god, yes. I like Millie so much. If she gets eliminated, I'm following her on Instagram. Yeah. <gasps> Um, but until Only then, then, but until then, uh, no, I will not speak my my follower count because <laughs> <laughs> the account is managed by someone else. Like, how's oh. she, how she gonna like notice that I'm following her? Mm. And then you know, smart. I thought you meant you won't follow her until you know that she doesn't end up with Brooke out of like respect. Um, I have no respect friend. for anyone's relationship. <laughs> I will disrespect Fuck. your relationship yes. in your face. Yeah, it's your choice whether you take on or yeah, not. You honestly, know? if you have a public profile and you're in a relationship what is with yeah. the public profiles this season that's the first time they've done it where they've had like it's like this account is run by a third party i thought for there everyone was, i thought there was always like that no like in the past like they've been allowed to have their own like i i imagine producers sort mm. of like give them stuff to post from their accounts mm. but this is the first time that it's literally been like just a public thing that's like this is owned by producers well i'm just gonna you know if i go on reality tv you will both be managing my socials oh 100 <laughs> you don't, no, want, I'll that. Keep it you don't want that <laughs> what's your followers drop <laughs> it's like why is aurelia suddenly a really gay man <laughs> um I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because they want to control the narrative a little bit more. Maybe there were some leaks in previous yeah. seasons and stuff like that, so they're just trying to like keep a lid on that. Possibly. Um, but coming back to the date, I thought it was quite cute. The like whole, I've never been to the snow, like let's go to the snow thing. Um, I kind of, um, with the movie they were watching, like I get it was her favourite movie or whatever, Grace. But um, there wasn't, like, enough making out during the movie. Um, I was kind of upset by that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they watched the movie. The way that they <laughs> clapped at the end, they didn't see that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think – I think they fucking scooted through it. And also I was like, make this a Gogglebox episode. Gogglebox, sorry. Yeah, I really yeah like, talk shit about the movie. <laughs> yeah. I love the product placement of, like, I can't wait to sit down for a good film on Paramount+. Plus. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And then also like Millie being like, I love the part where they like ride away. And then Brooke was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, why do they ride it? Wait, why is the car flying? Yeah, why also, do they wave goodbye? Why is your favorite movie Grease a movie where a woman has to change herself for a man? Yeah. Because and like, she was on The Bachelor. <laughs> why are you not speaking about the conspiracy about how they die? And like, you know, and yes. I, ha- I haven't even seen Grease. Or maybe I have. Oh my god! You should oh, only watch yeah. Grease. Oh my god! I think I saw it on like a thing I did with Reese and Kit. 
and Kyron. Kyron. Oh my god, yeah. I don't remember the movie because oh I god. was so stoned. What we'll have to do is we'll great. have a pop gaze viewing of Jordan's production. I of was Grace. just going to say the mm. only production that matters <laughs> is the 2010 <laughs> high school production in which I played Sandy. Yeah. Oh, with my an gosh. incredible wig. I see that for you. <laughs> Actually, that was my real hair. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did have a wig at one point but it was vetoed and my my um sandy reveal because i was like <laughs> so uncomfortable in my body was like a pair of tight pants and an over oversized t-shirt wow yeah. sandy you killed it though i've seen some clips from it and it was a good production it's pretty good yeah so what that why didn't they watch that first of all yeah, yeah. my first complaint yeah that would have been gay it yeah. would have been like let's watch um melbourne comedian john Barr and friend of the show fellow <laughs> comedian on a wolfer's jam <laughs> I really, yeah, I really hated it. It also reminded me of a date I had been on where I went ice skating and then we watched The Lion King at home. And that was... <gasps> that is very similar. Yeah, That's the same it, date. It was, it was the same yeah. date. Um, um, and nothing came out of it, so I feel the same about them. That is... That's like an epiphany that, that you're <laughs> picking up on like some kind of like energy there yeah, yeah i feel like millie is a bit too young she's 22 mm. she's 22 wow um and also like ha- she's like i want something really serious and you know of course you do you're a lesbian yeah um, <laughs> or bisexual you know not to discriminate but um yeah i just, I just like too, you're too young to want something so serious. Yeah. A- and she also kept, like, they're both in that conversation. This is one of those things that bugs me about this series is they'll, ha- they'll say something like, I want something really serious. And then Brooke will go like, aww. And then they do little, like, aws. Yeah. Because Millie was doing it too. And I've noticed throughout the series, they all say aww at the end of things. Like, that's so cute. And I'm, like, as though it's unexpected. Or as yeah. if they're, like, viewing it from, like, outer body. Yeah. Like, they're not, <laughs> they're not in the moment. No and, like... Yeah. And it doesn't actually feel like something that a com- it, well, none of the, their conversations feel like real conversations because like they don't know anyone and they're just suddenly being like, "What do you want?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and I like, also like don't like the all thing because it makes um, same-sex relationships between women seem like cutesy. Yeah, and yes. it's not cutesy; it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> it's full on. It's a horror film. <laughs> They should have been watching the fucking Conjuring. Yes. Yeah. I actually, in one of my very first, like, proper, my first two, like, proper makeup movies, one when I was in high school, and it was my first time, like, actually macking on where it was, like, disgusting, like, full tongue. Do you remember that? When you would just shove tongues into each other's mouths for a bit? Like, the big mouth kiss? My first makeout. Uh, like that was in the cupboard at a friend's ah! house in seven minutes in heaven. Fitting. Um, and she was asking me to put my tongue in her mouth and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what love is. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what we should that's be saying. That's brutal. Yeah, like, it's not cute. No. Yeah. My, um, um, no, sorry. I'll just, my first my first makeup movie was I Am Legend and then the next one after that was um, Seven. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> Mine was Exodus. Yeah, well, see? you got to watch a horror movie because you're scared. It's not a horror movie. It's about... Isn't that the Bible movie? Yeah, it's about escape. It's uh-huh. like Moses. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine getting that mixed up at the movies? Um, yeah, fucking hell. But having said that, because we were talking before about um, the scriptedness mm. of these moments, I did feel like, to Millie's credit, I get the least scripted energy from her. Yes. Yeah, she um, seems very natural, yeah. honest. So unfazed by the, like, sort of spectacle of this show. Yeah. Um, which I, is hard. I, I want her to come back. I like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I like I kind of have like I very rarely get like crushes on women, but I kind of have a crush on Millie. Um, mm. And I, I feel like it's because she has like top energy. Yeah, she's yeah. a she's a sporty gay. Yeah, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's been a couple like postures that she has, like the way that like she'll like spread, like she sort of sits like open legged on the couch, mm. and she's like like even making the boys have to sort of like take up less space. And I'm like, yeah, you fucking own that space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I like the things she wears um, as well outside of like the cocktail parties. Like yeah. the normal outfits just seem very like inner city. Queer. Yeah, it's the closest we're going to get to Butch this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also found it very nice, like that they had that um, after they did their crappy Snow Angels, whatever. Um, <laughs> then they were like, "Let's paint the backdrop," and then they were like painting the mountains. Um, and that's funny for two reasons. One is that, like, of course you get the lesbians to do, like, home renovations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, um, I only realised afterwards, they were painting the Paramount logo. Oh, you just blew my mind. Isn't that, oh, that fucked? Is, that is my so meta. God. Oh. <laughs> I'm screaming. Also, it took me so long to realise that they were at a set. I was like, oh, my God, how did I get through the snow? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, must be the mountains in You sure you weren't world. stoned in Aurelia's bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, my gosh. I was truly like, ah. And then they were like, let's paint it. And I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, the whole Mardi Gras thing, um, although it was kind of like tacky, I was, I don't know if I was less offended than I thought I would be. But I, I watched it and I was like, oh, I wish I was at Mardi Gras, even though yeah. this is kind of like a shitty version with, you know, a lot of straight men. Mm. Um, it wasn't as horrible as I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. No one near as bad. No yeah. one near as bad. I, yeah, I think that um, Conrad could have done with a few less Yas Queens. <sighs> yes. In the process. Um, and thank God that wig was red because I feel like that fro could have gone the wrong way as well. Oh yeah, mm. for sure. <laughs> there were just, there were a few things where I was like, but nowhere near as bad. Yeah. Nowhere near as bad as like what last episode we were like fucking Matt. And there was like <laughs> a brief moment where Holly had like a little bit about like the support of straight men, which you can take that as you like. Like yeah. I roll my eyes, but if you're from like a country town or something like that, having like straight cis men be like, yeah, I support gays could be like a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess. Yeah. I was watching and I'm like, stop giving men so much credit for doing the bare minimum. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I, I am yeah. a sap for it as well. Mm. As Like, even though I completely agree, there's part of me that's still like, but it is nice to see, you know? Mm. Like, there was a couple nice confessionals from Holly in particular talking about, like... I love Holly. I'm really into her at the moment. Yeah, I'm coming around on her. I sort yeah. of dipped for a while there, mm. but now I'm coming back. I like. She was really cute and, like, organising all the dancing and... Um, yeah, like I liked her enthusiasm. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't realize she was a cheerleader. They like mentioned that in passing. They're like, oh, she's a cheerleader. And I was like, okay, that is an element that should have been discussed earlier. Yeah, totally. Because it made all her random, like, let's slow dance and let's do this. Like, like if there had a bit of context of like, I'm a cheerleader, this is what I do or something like that. Yeah, I think yeah, I would yeah. have understood it better than just like this random woman being like, let's just keep dancing. I don't think Holly's going to get through. Unless, like, Brooke wants to keep her there as an easy out in the top four. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think... But I, I, I really like Holly, but I think she's drifting further away from the point. And, yeah, I don't really see a spark still between them. Yeah. No. I did... So, in the challenge... Oh, 
it's not a challenge, but you know, in the like group date, they had um, the two teams, you know, Rainbow and Disco and whatever. Mm. I found it kind of annoying that it wasn't just inherently given the captain roles to the women because it's like, well, it's all well and good to have like uh, straight cis people joining the, you know, Mardi Gras celebrations and that kind of stuff if they're being like, we're here as allies and whatever. Mm. Um, but then it's like, you can't then have them be the leaders. Like, that annoyed me when they were like, mustache guy, can't even remember his name. Um, oh, he's, well. I'm surprised he made it through. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I was like, get rid. And Luca at one point was kind of like, Holly's taking charge and it's kind of annoying me or something like that. And it's like, she's literally a, like a professional, like, you know, cheerleader and choreographer. Mm. So this is what she does for a living. But also, she's a queer person. You're not a queer person. Why do you think that you would have, like, Pre- precedence in this space yeah mm. if it, that kind of rubbed me, rubbed me the wrong way yeah everything about luca apart from that as well rubs me the wrong way yeah <laughs> guys i'd still absolutely plow <laughs> I, oh my God. I don't know i don't know and it's not a good part of me it's not a part of me that i like but i'm like yeah. luca God. Oh, God. Toxic. I know. It's disgusting. I don't like it. That's what I said. I don't like yeah, it about yeah. me. So I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's good. Yeah. But he can stay. She says, <laughs> grinning ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> Naughty. Um, but yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's an absolute gronk. Yeah. Mm. Also, so funny when they brought out at the start, um, they're like, please welcome so and so. She's marched in 17 Mardi Gras. It's like, you know, queer veteran sort of thing. And I was like, oh, okay maybe they're going to do some kind of like tribute to Mardi Gras or discuss or like ask her some kind of pertinent questions about why the are there experience. cops there <laughs> <laughs> I wish um but they asked her they were like what makes the hottest float and then she's like just have fun and then she was gone yeah <laughs> yeah, like, yeah okay, literally why bring literally. her here <laughs> and I was also like 17 years come on there's older guys I, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. like, I was like I was like since like 2000 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, it's like oh my God. they don't they don't want old gays on TV. It's yeah, yeah, ageism. true. That's yeah. true. We don't want any over thirties. Yeah, <laughs> seventeen years do better. Yeah. <laughs> That's our note. But yeah, you're right. She was like just really fun, loud stuff. You know, yeah. it would have been better if some of them went into like the sort of. <laughs> Into the real like kink aspects of Mardi yes. Gras, being like, we are all gonna be puppies. Yes. That would be so great. Oh my god! Some <laughs> leather clad like piss <laughs> fetish octogen- yes. octogenarian, just like. Oh that. my god. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my god, that would be so funny. And Holly's like choreographing this dance. Oh fuck yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Please welcome pass around party bottom. Um <laughs> And just also yeah, then be like Jamie Lee being like, Our theme is equality. <laughs> like, oh, oh bitch, is it? Oh, wow. yeah. Love is love. I'm like, are we moved past equality? Yeah. We are here supremacy. For supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> this like this Mardi Gras, the theme is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would be uh, y- your pride floats in this challenge? <laughs> oh, I was thinking about I would really like to go to Mardi Gras next year, and I would just wear like the sluttiest little outfit. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Also, that um, woman, the veteran of seventeen years since two thousand and four, um, she said. I think with Mardi Gras, you know, they said, is it, is it Chanel that says take something off before you leave the house? Put some, yeah. And then yeah. she's like, but with Mardi Gras, you put something on. I was, like, I was like, fucking bullshit. That's fake. No. You tell that to the twinks walking off in a little thong and yeah. some yeah. lip gloss. Like, 
Yeah, no, I I would wear like a little like bedazzled bikini and like wings and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, I really um until I got heaps of uh backlash when I suggested that I really wanted my 21st to be home improvement themed. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't come out for years. <laughs> But I really wanted that, so maybe I'd have a home improvement thing. That but I actually hate doing Tim Allen. doing any of that work, like like Tim Allen, and I hate I, Tim Allen. Oh. But I love the aesthetic. I was just gonna ask you to help me like drill some holes yeah. to put on a curtain rod. I can't help you there, okay, but I can fine. watch you. I have yeah. like I, I, yeah, but I love the the Tim the, Allen the, the, vibe. the Jonathan Taylor Thomas aesthetic. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Is, is he the kid that was in everything at that, yeah, that yeah, era? Yeah, I'll be home for Christmas and stuff yes. like that. I think I had, like, the beginning of a crush on him when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I don't see gender. I look for people that look like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be anyone. <laughs> um, with the party afterwards, um, I don't remember a lot, but I do remember Jamie Lee. Um, coming for her moment with the fucking photo album. Oh, I can't. oh my God. She's like, and this is the first time we met. And this is the first time we hung out, blah, blah. And here are all these pages because I see a future for us. And I just cringed so hard. It was really uncomfortable. And you could tell as well how deeply stressed out um, Jamie Lee was about like if I don't do this now I'm fucking gone yeah um, which made the forced photo album with like photos from producers of like literally last week's kiss on the tower I was like so like a producer had to go off and make this for her and and in five minutes by the looks of it yeah like and and the way that it like I they really flashed past the our story page that <laughs> she clearly or awesome. someone had written in like a red sharpie that they'd found on set. It was horrific. Yeah. I was like, this girl is the nastiest <laughs> yeah. I've ever met. <laughs> I made a burn book for you. Yeah. <laughs> See, um, that would be cat. But also gays know how to collage. Like if like let her actually make a legit collage book. Cause that would be fierce. But like mm. what, whatever that was, this like corporate, like page one, it was mm. just not. Nah. I reckon Brooks got the ick on her. I reckon she was, new, and for the wrong reasons. But I think, I think she might have still been interested, and then she came out with the book. And if the book was genuine, then I would be like, "Yeah, her expression crazy. was <laughs> yeah. hateful yeah. during that moment." Yeah. What's What's your take on this Brooke and Jamie Lee thing? Like, I've seen people ship them on Twitter, and I was surprised because. Like, what show are you watching that you're seeing them end up together? I know. <laughs> you don't think don't... they'll, like, triumph? Because it, it's a common trope in this show that they'll give them the sort of, like, you thought we fell out of love, but we actually made it through. I don't know. Because she's, like, the protagonist at this point, Jamie Lee. Yeah. Mm. Like, she takes up so much of our attention. And, like, producers aren't going to make you that you mm. know, shitty little PowerPoint um, yeah. book unless you matter. And, like... Every time she's on screen, she's got the nice music playing and we get to see everything from Jamie Lee's perspective and, like, feel for her. Mm. And, like, Brooke is actually coming across as cold. Yeah, I feel, That's what I think, too. I yeah. feel like they're going to... Um, they want to have a mix of genders in the top four, top three, however it works. And I definitely think Jamie Lee will be in that mix. Yeah. So they're kind of probably having to keep her so it's not just three guys on top or something. Yeah. Mm. It's a good narrative, if nothing mm. else, as well. 
because um yeah who who would be your top four at this point i still think jamie lee's top two personally yeah i i I think this is like a bit of a red herring from producers i think they were worried possibly that it was too obvious that jamie lee and brooke were sort of like end game Mm -hmm. and that they were kind that they've sort of forced this like because it's really over nothing that mm. thing with Ryan, there was no footage to show anything. And it, every single person that ever spoke about it was like, it's just one directional. It's yeah. Ryan to Jamie Lee, not the other way around. Yeah. And it's, and she's like pled her case like four different times. It's and so misogynistic just yeah. to be like, yeah. We um, we talked about this last episode as well. but this And then watching her really have to scramble and stuff like that. And I think Brooke has been put in kind of an impossible position because obviously they want to elongate the drama. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, this is why you need to get some bitchy gays in there next time. <laughs> yes. Idiots. We don't need good representation all the time. Yeah, we need some hateful <laughs> like gay to come in and just be like, you know what, Brooke, fucking shut up about that shit. Ryan's gone. He's yep. dead to us. Yep. We don't care anymore. Mm. I yeah. do think there is. I don't know if this is producers getting in Brooke's ear and forcing this to happen, or if it's coming from Brooke herself. But there has been this thing the past couple of episodes that I've been feeling, not just with Jamie Lee, but about how she's also reacting to the Carissa fallout that Brooke keeps bringing up, like, on, like, her solo date with Millie, she was like, I, I'm i really, like, Millie's very forward with me and she's transparent, which I really appreciate. Um, she was sort of like, um, I don't doubt her like I do a lot of other people or something like that. And, it, and, and she keeps, like, kind of, like, drawing it back to Jamie Lee and Carissa. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why is there all this, like, doubt about, like, women that have never done anything to warrant any kind of doubt from you like carissa was just up front and like this isn't for me but yeah yeah, carissa said that which means no doubt yeah yeah and she (laughs) said it to you she couldn't be more clear yeah Yeah. and jamie lee said the truth and was like i don't have feelings for him i'm here for you yeah he's an ugly book oh (laughs) yeah there was that kiss between um holly and brooke which was like I, I wasn't expecting it. No. no, I thought she was out, yeah. and now she's back in. She's kind of. They back still in. have that that sort of like <laughs> cook eye manager with her favorite employee um, yes. at after work <laughs> drinks vibe. Yeah, and that like thing that when they had like had their kiss, their big kiss, and then they were sort of like, oh, I need to head back to the party now. But they were sort of talking to each other while going. I know. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, yeah. Go. yeah, yeah. No, I hated that. That's what you do once you've been together for like a year, and you're like running like for work. Yeah, you're like, yeah. love you so much, kiss, kiss. Yeah, and you're like, I'm gonna miss you so much, and you're like, just giving each other little kisses. I might be picking up the whole wrong signals here, and tell me if this is just whack. But my theory is that she, Brooke, is not even remotely into Holly, no, and is very much into Brooke, uh, Jamie Lee. And is kind of enjoying making Jamie Lee squirm and like beg for her, and is making her <laughs> jealous with Holly and like going and like kissing her in a, at the public cocktail party. That's Look, just my tea. I probably would do that too if I had yes. like all the power that Brooke has in that situation. I fucking would. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And I, it's kind of like fun. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm but awesome. I would do it too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's high school. Well, yeah, and in the end, I guess we're seeing two people go home, which we haven't really seen much of, which yes. is Taj. Yeah, um, I quite liked her actually, even though she didn't get a lot of screen time when she did. She was very, like, just sweet, genuine. Yeah. I stalked her Instagram. Was, yeah, like, it just it looks like if I saw this Instagram on a dating. App, I would definitely swipe right. Yeah. 
Um, and then the guy who went home. Meh. Uh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. really Bye. know Bye. I don't know man. this man. Sorry <laughs> to this man. Sorry to this man. But yeah, I really liked her. And she was like always really great in group activities and having a bit of fun. I don't think she was that interested in Brooke, to be honest. I don't yeah. think. Uh, I think it was. And she was quite young. She's like 23. Yeah, that's like another problem. She did cry though. She was the only one that I saw crying at, at being eliminated. I think, yeah. I thought that was very like. I, and I'm like, why? You don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't I, know her. Yeah. I mean, I we saw nothing e- of their yeah. time though. It's an exhausting experience though. Like to, to shoot everything, yeah. to like be there at the end of a cocktail party and that day started so early and all that kind of stuff. Being on set that long, you're exhausted and then you're just going to get evicted and stuff like that. It's, it's sad. It's overwhelming, yeah. I think. So I don't know if those tears were necessarily because you really liked Brooke, I think they both, and the way that they said goodbye to each other, there was just clearly a lot of respect between each other. And there was, yeah, it just seemed like they also both knew what it meant for each of them to be on that show. Yeah. Yeah, and they could probably be friends outside of it. Mm. On that note about what they discussed, um, because when Taj, Taj was eliminated, she was like, you know, I'm just so glad to have the representation of it, you know, from one First Nations woman to another. Mm. And someone on Twitter was rightfully commenting on the fact that, like, like um, Ritu, the only time that mm. we're, si- we're getting screen time for Taj is that her- – Taj, sorry um, – is her saying, like, I'm First Nations and then leaving. Like, we never got to see her have any kind of alone time with Brooke. We never got to see their interactions or, like, her confessionals or anything like no. that. And so it's like we had the representation but literally nothing else. Like, mm. it's just a very two-dimensional mm. sort of, like – yeah, token. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that they have a lot to learn from this experience. I think that the way that Teju and Ritu were treated was pretty pretty poor because also we really liked them. Like what yeah. we did see of them was great. So it's like give us more or give us some confessionals, like yeah. something. We get fucking like Kurt, who I obviously love, <laughs> in a confessional being like, yeah, we had to run this far. And then, yeah. like, let us see them, you know? Yeah. But it was pretty... Um, Kurt being like, I'm going to pick something outrageous for this Mardi Gras challenge. And then he just has some gold glitter on it. <laughs> <laughs> you show him, Kurt. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, uh, can we address the rumours about our friend Conrad? Yes, in the real world. So in- this... Dear listener, is um some real life behind the scenes tea? Yeah, so um I'm you know allegedly um we don't know the details, but apparently uh, our friend Conrad has been um, seeing another Bachelor contestant, Abby Chatfield, mm. Mm. and I really see them together. I can like they're they're a good match. Yeah, I feel like Conrad is just a bit too quirky for Brooke. Um, and like, like just a little north side pick me boy, um, and I feel like that vibes quite well with, you know, Abby can put him in his place. Not saying yeah. that Brooke can't do that, but no, you know, I get that. I I could see them working really well. Yeah. Or if not, just having really great sex together oh. for a bit. You know. <laughs> Let me watch. Let me watch. <laughs> <laughs> I also it I love it and I ship it, but it is a hundred percent a PR stunt. Yeah, like that's just the fact of it. Because like, how could they have met if not through some kind of batchy related activity? What was yeah. 
is how did this get leaked? Was there a photo? Was there some pedestrian TV? Yeah. Right. And, uh, and <laughs> we uh, don't we don't follow up with sources. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abby had been talking on her podcast about some guy she'd been seeing or sleeping with or something like that. Oh yeah, my God. right. I mean, this kind of just further sort of confirms, I reckon, that Conrad is the kind of the pick for the next Bachelor. Yeah. Because they're tying him to the franchise, making him kind of legendary on the status that Abby was. Because during her season, I mean, you got, I'm guessing you guys didn't watch when Abby was on. No. Um, she was like, she had a really interesting kind of like edit because she kind of played the like, you know, the whole like vixen second place trope of yeah like, you know she's our chemistry is wild and insane and like we have we have the most passion but then i'm gonna but or should i go with the more like wife material sort of thing and mm. then whoever it was ended up going with the more wife material and like Abby she, was she like, got the villain at it pretty much yeah but she got like a lot of people like slut shaming her online and then a lot of people like based on that came out against the slut shaming and mm. sort of defending abby and then abby was always really strong and amazing about talking about like the double standards of the show and Mm. this kind of critique um so she's a legend in her own right and then to tie someone like conrad to her on a pr level it's like that's good energy and sort of like i think is setting him up for like i reckon they'll date inverted commas for a couple a couple weeks but but you know maybe you know, if somebody set me up with a good PR relationship, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would I say no? That's yeah. the I, recipe I, for romance. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're, you're good Next together. Next week, you're yeah. going to be with uh, Millie or... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Um, I would never, obviously. Yeah. Um, I would. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm um, curious as well about some other gossip which again I uh, have not researched very much but somebody said that they're living up that their parents house is opposite David's place um and that Brooke apparently went um and took the suitcase that she had um with her to that place ah see I knew that there was a rumor that someone had seen Brooke and a contestant but yeah, I didn't that, know that it that was David apparently it is David. David yeah Okay, that doesn't surprise me because I did think he would be the end game. Yeah, they're, but, they're cooling us off him right now, I reckon, and yeah. bringing him back for the, the family visits. Definitely. Well, and next week we've got that thing of like, um, they were teasing it in the trailer about like the, the last single date, who will it be? And there was a confessional of David being like, I'm going to make myself, I'm going to really put myself out there or something yeah. like that. I, I, and I reckon it'll be him. That's mm. so like crazy when you think about like how quickly this has gone by and it's the last single date and I feel like it's been on for like two weeks. And like it, traditionally The Bachelor and The Bachelorette ends in a wedding proposal, like in the States, like in Australia. Oh, yeah, Americans are full on. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. What the hell? Yeah. You've known each other for eight weeks and you're getting married? Yeah. yeah. That's how, that's how it ends in the states. That in is Australia. so gay. Four weeks if it's the gay bachelor. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember. I think the first bachelorette, or like maybe the second bachelor, or something like that, was like, I don't want to. Like it was a big thing that he was like, I'm not going to propose at the end. Yeah, we're gonna. As go it on. should be. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. because whoa, heinous. <laughs> yeah, you would never want that. No. Oh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was like the second or first because I feel like the first. Who was the first bachelor? In America. No, in yeah. Australia. 
team <laughs> team something team well <laughs> sounds like team robbins is it well i'm glad i'm glad they didn't get married because and he's with the anti-vaxxer girl but but the Sam Frost. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, um, there's a whole other show for that called Married at First Sight. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Current affair. You know, they don't need to get married anymore. They can just wait for that. Yeah. Um, I am definitely excited to see uh, the last um, single date. I do think David is definitely in the top four. My top four at the moment would be David, Luca, um, Holly, and Jamie Lee. Luca's come up into your top four. That's interesting. Who got knocked out? Um, well, I mean, I don't think it's Con... I think Conrad... Luca is, like, pushing Conrad out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Millie knocks... Oh, Holly mock, knocks Millie out? Yeah, just based on last week. Okay. Interesting. And I believe, I mean, Jamie Lee stays in because of the whole the whole thing they've, yes. like, made around The her. story. Yeah. Mine would be... Uh, David winning, yep. Jamie Lee second place, runner up, <laughs> um, and then Conrad and Millie as just like Fillers. third and fourth. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Conrad's top four. I think it's Conrad, David, Jamie Lee, Millie, but I think Millie is fourth. Yeah, she has fourth. Conrad answer. third, and then David and Jamie Lee in the end. Jamie Lee seems quite young. Yeah. She's 30. <gasps> no. Jamie Lee is 30 and she's studying psychology. Okay. Oh my God. She's Just studying to become a human lie detector. Whoa. Like, yeah. mate. I mean, that's, that's a. Red she comes flag across for me. as a bit immature, to be honest. I thought she was like 22. Can I also just point out Brooke's hypocrisy for a moment with when she's grilling Jamie Lee about like. Jamie Lee is there saying, I don't have eyes for anyone else. I would never, ever, ever do that. I would never go onto a show for one person and then have eyes for someone else, ever. Anyway, here's my book of that time where we had eyes for each other yes! on the Honey Badger yes! season. And Brooke's like, oh, my God, it was so beautiful. And then Brooke even said, seriously, I always thought you were the hottest thing hmm. that walked through that door. And I was like, wait, so you acknowledge that you had eyes for someone else during your original season. So don't fucking play this like bullshit about mm. like, oh, that's so a good call funny. out. Yes. Um, also, um, David looked hot with his blue beard. And my first thought when I saw it was that it probably stained my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, we will <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PopGazePod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, be gay. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.